You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Warning. Thunder Talk contains foul language, adult subject matter, and is intended for mature audiences. This is Mark McRae, the author of The Best Saturdays of Our Lives. I'm actually not even in this episode, so I decided to hijack the intro. In issue 15 of Thunder Talk, our intention was to break down Triple Force Friday, but instead, Dan has a Star Wars addiction breakthrough. Yay! Just give the kid a black Luke, for God's sake. Kavika fights mosquitoes, then she fights the itch. Hmm, interesting. We have a conventional conversation about PAX West and Retro Toy Con while getting emo over Kylo Ren. The Howling Roosters strike back with their second hit single, This Dive Bar. In a new segment, Beth fangirls out and levels up over the game. Oh, ready for this? Over the game. Katamari, Demisi, Reroll. While Sexy Thor brings the boom with this week's WTLK The Thunder. All that and so much more. Now back to me. I know I have a lot of nerve taking over the intro to Thunder Talk. You can find my book, however, The Best Saturdays of Our Lives, on my website. TheBestSaturdaysOfOurLives.com And if you don't feel like typing in The Best Saturdays of Our Lives, you can just type in the initials of the book, which are TBSOOL.com And that's it. I've taken over. I know I have a lot of guts to do so. But anyway, Lightning Lad, roll the thunder. The Weirdos Workshop presents... Thunder Talk. Beth. Sexy Thor. Kavika. And Lightning. Thunder Talk. Dan and his East Coast privilege. <laughs> yeah, check, check your yeah, upstate South yeah. Carolina privilege, bro. Yeah, bitch. East Coast privilege. Why does that make me feel like a Billy Joel fan? <laughs> everybody on the east coast should be a billy Joel fan i think I'm, everybody is i think it's required no no that sounds pretty east coastist well how can you not be a, a billy joel fan we should sneak in some billy joel music right here just a little snippet after this billy joel song we'll be right back your sister's gone out she's on a date just sit at home and I, I flung sweat all over like three rows of people at a Billy Joel concert a while back <laughs> while That's screaming hilarious. every word to we didn't start the fire or I mean most of the words a few times just like Dylan Berlin Bay of Pigs Invasion Lawrence of Arabia British anyway you get the idea nice that sounds like you were doing it right Billy would be proud I'm sure and I'm sure he would. I'm sure he would. I mean, I call him Bill. His buddies call him Bill. Or even Willie, actually. Willie Joel? His, his, Joel. Real, his real friends just call him W. <laughs> Willie Joel. 
Or do they call him BJ? They just call him BJ. Billy Joel? Yo, BJ, what up? Yeah, only after like a whole lot of cocaine is is he cool with that. (laughs) Oh, resident expert on Billy Joel... Dan is here to answer all our questions about a Billy Joel. We have Lightning Lad in the field to give us more insight into this Billy Joel situation. Take it away, Lightning Lad. It was the Billy Joel, Elton John world tour. The first act was Elton John, second act, Billy Joel, third act, Elton John and Billy Joel. One of the things they do is they do a piano. Wow, that's an amazing concert. Oh, my God. Oh, it, it, it was one of the best. One of the best. Uh, at some point, they do a duet of Piano Man. Because they are Piano Man. Yeah, and they sing us a song. Uh, what was funny, though, is Elton John kept forgetting the words, <laughs> right? Nice. The first time, it was like the, within the first verse, uh, he, because Elton John, or Billy Joel would take the first two lines, Elton John would take the second two lines, uh, or as his friends call him, uh, Elty Baby. Uh, and the first nice. time, Elton John like, got the words wrong, and he'd be like, Sit of the jar and put jam on my bread. And he just kind of trails off. And Billy Joel kind of laughs. The whole audience laughs, and it's cool. Uh, and then going to you know, the second verse and all that, Elton John fucks up again. And he's talking to, to Stacy, who's, uh, who's still a fan of Kevin Spacey. Anyway, uh, he's totally fucking up my lyrics. Yeah, I'm getting a weird look from sexy here. Piano man, bro, go get drunk with a bunch of like baby boomers. You'll, you'll know it. And the whole audience goes, oh, and Billy Joel gives Elton John this look that like, like, a, like a friendly, they're joking around, like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. But it's like kind of animated, like, hey, come on, guy. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, he doesn't, he's not throwing real, like, face shade, but it's, you know, it's like, everyone's like, ah, ha, 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 and it's cool. And then Elton John fucks up again, <laughs> going in like the third act of the song. And Billy Joel doesn't even raise his head up. He just fucking grits his teeth and shakes his head as he just looks down at his keys and just keeps going like, son of a bitch. Now you're just clowning me. (laughs) They could have printed out the words for him. Uh, Or he's just a troll. He was just trolling him. No, I'm guessing that they had some kind of little spat the night before or whatever. I mean, but people... I mean, big egos. You see it, I mean... Fucking uh, Carbon. Here we go. I oh was my so gosh. stuck. Okay. Oh, calling All him right. out. I was so stuck to see it. But I mean, he, he, yeah, he's kind of a big deal. But he knew it. He knew he was a big deal. And he just, like, unless you gave him something, like, there wasn't something in it for him. He didn't give a fuck. Oh, you love you some Carl Urban. That's- no, no. I he's He's a great actor. I enjoy watching him in film and television. Let's let's get let's give some context to our listeners. Uh, Kavika, Beth, all stoked to see Carl Urban uh, at a panel at DragonCon. Uh, Kavika, take it away. So, for our longtime listeners, we've done a couple different episodes where we t- spoke about DragonCon, and I mentioned this in some of our previous episodes how I was looking forward to seeing him. Whenever we had the opportunity to meet him in the Hall of Fame, he was pleasant. But at the same time, he was almost like, he felt like, did you just get brushed off? Did did I just get brushed off? So it, it was it was interesting. He was perfectly nice and perfectly pleasant. But you could tell that he definitely was 
Like, yeah, I'm Carl Urban. I've been to a thousand cons. Cause like, and I was, was on one, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> well, I asked him, I was like, hey, you know, how many cons do you think this has been for you? What's your favorite cons? And he said uh, Comic-Con is his favorite. Heresy. He's like, I've been to hundreds of these. No, he said, I've been to thousands. I've been to thousands of cons. Which I is, he, I'm pretty sure he said I, hundreds, but, you I know. He could agree to disagree. He could have said he's been to he. You know what he said he's been to a million cons. That's what he said. I've been to a million cons and I've rocked them all. all. I'm Carl Carl Urban. Urban. (laughs) (laughs) Oh Lord, yeah. So, but you know he's he's pleasant enough. But like, you know who was fucking cool though? Donald Logue. That dude was fucking cool. I was like, yeah, you're in everything. And he's like, that's right. And if you don't like me, I'm going to get on your favorite show and ruin it for you. Oh. <laughs> he's been in the first Blade movie, I believe. He's been in a lot yes, of Yes, he actually yeah. signed a copy of Blade for someone in line in front of us. Somebody was so, so stoked. And he was stoked that the guy was so stoked about getting a Blade DVD signed. Heck he was yeah. like, He was like... Oh, you really like this, huh? And just so they had a that was a cool moment to watch as just like an outside observer. Yeah. Yeah. And I found a new uh, drag show buddy in Emma Dumont because I told her about uh, Queens to the Rescue from up here that does the uh, drag shows for uh, homeless animal shelters. And oh, she wow. just thought that was the coolest damn thing. Nice. Ever. Oh, yeah. Our, uh, our friend uh, Brandon James, aka Anya Man. Uh, it works with that along with Michelle Shara, uh, Queens to the Rescue. Yeah, he just started a podcast. No shit. I mean, who doesn't no, have it's, a it's podcast called a, anymore? It's called, it's called no, it's called period, like period with an exclamation point, like the word period with a T. Right. It's yeah, check French it out. sounding. Is it very French very word? French? Very French. Frontal. Ha ha ha. Please, Kavika, tell us more things in French. No, I, I won't because that's horrible. <laughs> Kavika Allo, your number one Thunder Talk French translator. Ho, ho, ho. I would like some more cigarettes and baguettes. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> cigarettes and baguettes. That needs to be a podcast by some French people. Cigarettes and baguettes. Somebody take that idea and run with it, please. Yeah, C- cigarettes and baguettes, and bad decisions. But 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 in French, like whatever the, the French f- translation. I I think the French have a sexy language. It's an authority on sexy things. I agree. What about French Canadian though? It's a different style of French. It is a different. So so is like a, a cre- Creole. <laughs> so is your mom. <laughs> oh. 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 No, you're right. No, Cre- Creole is totally like a like yeah, right. Yeah, just ask Gambit. Yeah, Gambit had the a, a, a very French French quarter sound. Yes. Gambit's a creeper. Wasn't Gambit like the Pepe Le Pew of 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 Marvel? Literally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh jeez. Now that you said it. <laughs> Hashtag Gambit. <laughs> now that you've said it, I can't unsee it. Yeah, so, sorry, sorry, X Men. Look at my kinetic energy cards, Moshetti. Yeah, by kinetic energy cards, you meant like, like dick pics. 
for 1992. Yeah, well, that's what he <laughs> like gained. a Polaroid. Yeah, so he's pumping no, out Polaroids. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, the guy. That's right. That's his mutant power. Oh my god! Shake it like a Polaroid picture. Is that shake it, is that shake, where shake, meat shake. spin came from? No, all of X Men is nothing but like a sexual harassment euphemism. Hey, Beth. Yes? Uh, what do you want to do tonight? I wanted to listen to an ESO commercial, duh. Everyone these days could use a little support, and your friends at the ESO Network are no different. With the ESO Network Patreon, the cool thing is, is when you help support us, it's you who will benefit. With four tiers starting for as little as 25 cents a week, you can listen to some of your favorite network podcasts early, hear exclusive content, maybe get some ESO swag, or even possibly take a shot at the geek seat. All you need to do is sign up at patreon.com backslash ESO network. This is the story of Star Wars. You can read along with me in your book. You will know it is time to turn the page when you hear R2-D2 beep like this. Let's begin now. A long time ago in a galaxy. Last week was Triple Force Friday. For those of you who are like me, adult Star Wars toy collectors who have jeopardized their marriage, completely flipped the entire authority power dynamic with their children on their head in terms of, you know, respect uh, versus just some, uh, you know, jack off whose first name happens to be dad and have uh, put at risk your job, your finances then you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you don't, then I don't know. Why don't you go ahead and switch over to ESPN? I'm sure they've got something for you over there. New Star Wars toys, everybody. Yay! From not one upcoming thing, but three upcoming things. That's right. Of course, there is the Rise of Skywalker. I don't know. It makes me think of Easter. And and, and in the third movie, (laughs) he rose again. (laughs) And there's uh, The Mandalorian. November 12th, Disney Plus's launch day. Uh, what's the other one? Uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, the video game from video game. EA and Respawn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Toys, The Final Frontier. We're going to have a shitload of Star Wars coming at us. It's like, hey, here is the date and time when new Star Wars merch will be dropping. Which unto itself I find fascinating. Growing up as a, a child of the uh, the 80s, Generation X, all the way, the only way you knew that there were new Star Wars toys out there would be to either catch the odd commercial, which, I mean, dude, ain't, ain't no TiVo, <laughs> no streaming. You had the three networks, so it was basically Saturday morning cartoons. Or you know, maybe after school, you either caught, them, caught it there or... You, you rolled on down to your local toy store, uh, Toys R Us, KB, Kmart, you know, your local department st- store, uh, grocery stores actually used to carry the, the figures on old comic book racks. But you'd have to go out there and find it yourself. You know, they didn't announce that a commercial was coming and you couldn't go check it out on YouTube. So when did that merch drop? Was it three months ago? Is it four months from now? Whereas today, they did an entire global live streaming premiere it was between london and lucas uh, film studios in uh, the bay area yeah. near San oh, wherever they do County. the star wars show 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and the other part was hosted by Warwick Davis. Warwick Davis, otherwise known as uh, Willow. Willow! He also played Wicket. And they had the stars, more the majority of the stars from, uh, oh, what's it, what the hell is it called again? Rise of Skywalker? Yep. The movie. John Boyega, Daisy Ridley. Oscar Isaac, Kelly Marie Tran. Probably more Mark Hamill. No, there's no Mark Hamill. Anthony Daniels was there. Oh, okay. How do you pronounce his name, dude? New Chewbacca. Jonas Swatamo. One more time. Jonas Swatamo. Jonas Swatamo showed up for the live stream. Uh, did I say Anthony Daniels? I did, didn't I? Yes. Yeah. Did I say Billy D. Williams? Now you did. He was especially impressed with the Legos. He's a, he's a Lego man, and I can see that. I can see that. Wheels within wheels. You know what I'm saying? It's like, not only do I want this, I want to be the architect of it, whether it be your toys you know, or just the way you do your business, man, the way you run life, the way you run that Cloud City, you know? Surely you've heard of that little maneuver he pulled at the Battle of Tanav. <laughs> That's going to be the top of the list of throwaway lines from Return of the Jedi. Did you see what Zendaya wore to the Emmys? Did any of you guys see it? Yeah, the Poison Ivy dress. Fuck yeah, and my friend tweeted, Cast Zendaya's Poison Ivy, you cowards! And I was like, oh my gosh, she would be so good. Yes, please. She's such a good actress. Euphoria... Like, I am impressed by this oh, girl. Okay. Now, Spider-Man, now I... Greatest Showman. Hells yeah. Gotta miss Greatest Showman. I haven't seen that movie since it was in theaters. It was, and that was kind of like, a, it was a musical, right? Yeah. P.T. Barnum sucked, like, in a lot of ways. Yeah, he was a horrible I'm person. Just, but I'm Hugh Jackman it. is P.T. Yeah. Barnum. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I can get behind a Hugh Jackman version of a lot of people. Yeah. Especially that Wolverine guy. Nobody gave a shit about him before the movie. Like Hugh Jackman is Mussolini. <laughs> Hugh Jackman is Hitler. I mean, I was going to say Hitler, but I didn't want to go that far. Yeah, That's why I said Mussolini, like... comma, Beth, dot, dot, dot. But what if Hugh Jackman is Hitler in The Producers? You know, it's springtime for Hitler and Germany. No, that works. That works. Yeah. That's the, the... only comedic. Uh, yeah, that, that, that works. And Hugh Jackman would be good at that because it's a musical. You know, the only other person that's done like a really comedic Hitler would probably be like old school Charlie Chaplin and South just... Park. Okay, South Park. South Park did the whole like he, him and Satan ha have coitus like constantly. I love how like gently you put that coitus. Coitus. Charlie Chaplin trolled the shit out of Hitler. Oh, oh yeah, it, it was epic and well deserved. We're going to be doing one thing and one thing only. Killing Nazis. Oh, oh. Well, I was going to say, so Kavika and I got home from Dragon Con. We were sick. And then we got better. And now Kavika has the worst, like, mosquito bites I've ever seen in my life. We were doing some yard work. And I probably got bit 20, 20 to 30 times. Something like that. I mean, it, there were a lot of mosquitoes out. And I wasn't paying attention enough because I was busy working. Some of these bites, a good percentage of them, have swollen up so big, you would never believe it. Like saucer size. It's ridiculous. Whoa. Yeah, like, like the size of, like, a you know, small plates and things like yeah. that. A saucer is a small plate. And so I looked it up. The internet told me I, was, I have cancer. I'm going to die. No, but it's, I think it's called, like, Skeeter's Syndrome or something like that. And 
pretty much what it is is I have an overreaction to the mosquito bites in them or the saliva in the mosquito bites or something. Wow, crazy! Skeeter we were, syndrome. I just skeeter looked it up. Skeeter syndrome. Yeah. Skate, 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 skate. Ah, oh, skeet, skeet, motherfucker! Ah, oh, skeet, skeet, goddamn! Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Kavika's got skeets, man. Yeah, so I, I'm covered like head to toe. And they skeeted all over. Yeah, you covered your head to toe in skeets. <laughs> yeah, I apologize. Okay, Dan, you probably just went a little too far. I apologize. Kavika so, okay. and I are just sitting here laughing. We couldn't even. We couldn't. Yeah. Even. I mean, like my body is covered in saucer-sized bites everywhere and i'm feeding I'm, her all the benadryl yeah what the hell the, what's going on with what's the treatment what, what, don't get bit by mosquitoes <laughs> benadryl <laughs> and ice packs is what take, the internet it, said the vaccine would be don't get bit by mosquitoes what's the treatment after you're, you've already you already got skeets uh, take take <laughs> like a zyrtec skeets take a zyrtec put some lotion on it and ice it Got to write it out, huh? Yeah, there's nothing to be done. If you or someone you know is suffering from skeets, take Claritin TT. That could be the next commercial. That should be our sponsor. Hey, uh, somebody, let's let's reach out to them. And stay away from Lil' John. Yeah! Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) I came back from Dragon Con and I was just covered in skate skates. Oh, my Lanta. Well, I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry to hear that, Kavika. But, uh, get get well soon. Oh, it's it's. Box I mean, prayers. I'm just I'm trying to uh, scratch my skin off right now. I keep scolding her. I'm like, don't scratch it. I can't. Help yeah, you, it. Don't, you don't want to pick at it. Don't want to no, pick at it. No, it's 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 horrible. If you've ever seen someone scratch themselves till they start like bleeding and scabbing and stuff, you try to avoid people from scratching. I'm just saying. Don't pick at it. I have witnessed like, you know, little kids will just scratch it, scratch it, and then it becomes like a mess. I don't want to see that happen to my lovely wife. So do you avoid scratching or do you avoid people who scratch? I avoid scratching in front of my wife. See, the truth comes out. <laughs> I avoid scratching in front of my wife. So no, I, I hear you. I dig it. I avoid scratching in front of Dan. But he scratches all day in front of my wife. I've actually been meaning to talk to you about that, bro. Like at first, it was just like, hey, it's it's yeah. all it's all real friendly. It's all good. But uh, it's it's for for few reasons, it's it's getting out of hand. And what's really bothering me is it's on both sides, and I'm kind of feeling left out. Anyway, just stop fucking scratching yourself into my wife, okay? Wow, we learned something today. Is that going to be okay? I, I I've uh, starting mouth to mouth right now. Yeah, that's what I was yeah. thinking. He's hyperventilating. Dan, mouth to mouth, quick. He's got the sillies pretty hard right now. <laughs> On the last episode of the Nerdy Laser Podcast, Richard and Isaac found themselves in a highly secured government facility. Richard, what are we gonna do? Isaac, the only thing we can do. You you don't mean... Yes, talk about movies, pop culture, and the nerdy stuff we love. Right on! The Nerdy Laser Podcast is available on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, and the ESO Network.
When I was a kid, my favorite figure was Return of the Jedi Luke Skywalker. He's in all black, and he came with a, a like a beige hood. Jedi Knight Luke Skywalker. As a kid, I always referred to him as the black Luke Skywalker. Uh, I remember talking to my aunt one day, and she was asking me, so what's your favorite toy? What do you want? Da, da, da. And I had the guy for like a minute, and I'm sure one of my brothers did something with it, or I just lost it myself or whatevs. Kids, take care of your toys. Uh, your parents, don't, it's not so much that they love you. It's that they want you to respect their money and don't want to hear it when you tell them that you want a black Luke. Because what's going to go through their head is, do you mean like a black Luke? Because this is before African-American was really in the uh, mo- mo- most white people's vocabulary. Uh, and yeah, it's just like, well, do I correct my kid and question this? Or do I just let him keep saying that he wants a black Luke? <laughs> That his favorite figure is the Black Luke. <laughs> I was never corrected. They never, or I was never questioned. You know? Just, oh. And I remember, because I remember, like, I would always get, like, a weird, like, an un... Uh, a reaction that I I, I, uh, I would never... I, that I wasn't expecting. Every time I told a grown-up this, it'd be like, oh, well, hey, where where can you find him? Or whatever the hell, you know, a baby boomer who was certainly understands consumer culture, but not at the hyper level that we were at at the eighties. You know I mean? They didn't give a shit about this star war uh, so much, whatever it was. I was like, Hey, well maybe Christmas, you know, that's what you expect. Oh, maybe for your birthday. You know what I mean? You hear something like that. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, we'll save up your allowance, you know, or if your parents are feeling particularly uh, generous and frisky, you'd be like, well, I mean, shit, you know, let's, let's, uh, let's get some chicken nuggets and then go hit, go hit the Kmart. No, it was always like, what movie is he in? Where 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 is he from? And I'm like, well, Luke is in all the Star Wars, and but this one was Return of the Jedi, and he's from Tatooine. I mean, we really don't know. <laughs> the more the more the series goes, the more ambiguous some things get. But uh, Tatooine Outer Rim three hundred one five eight. Yeah, you know, he, out there in Hut Space for all you uh, all you expanded universe cats out there. And it's the reactions I got. I had I had, I didn't I was just looked at blankly sometimes, <laughs> you know, like uh, you know, like my my uncle Earl, my great uncle Earl, tell him about that, and him just kind of shaking his head with a the fuck. <laughs> look, he's like, look, I've never seen this whole Star Wars, but I know that uh, outside of Billy D, it's pretty unwoke. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there isn't a black Luke. I mean. I, I I worked in the California Conservation Corps because I was that poor in the 30s. Um, but anyway, I, but, I, but I know enough to wear <laughs> Luke ain't black, kid. Luke ain't black. Yeah, and it wasn't until shit. Uh, I think it was in my early 20s. It's like it's like two. It's like one of those like you're almost asleep, two in the morning. You know, the most random like neuron fires in your head, almost like a like a cosmic ray. You know, like obliterates a couple of dendrites in your cerebellum. And all of a sudden, a flash of a thought comes through. And I just, I damn near shot up in bed. I was like, holy shit. No, I mean, I mean, Jedi Knight Luke. <laughs> I mean, like the return of the Jedi Luke. Black <laughs> Luke would be badass, though. So what, do you have any um, future con plans? Any, any, um, any nerd stuff in the future for, for you right now? Uh, yeah, November 23rd, 24th, Retro Toy Con here in Greenville, South Carolina. Uh, I am going to be attending that. We're, uh, we're looking into getting a microphone in my hands, uh, in, uh, all, all up in there. 
and of course, our dear friend and ally Mark McRae will be there selling his book, uh, The Best Saturdays of Our Lives, uh, as well as running a panel, actually. He'll be doing a panel up there, too. So, Ooh. yeah, if you all want to check that out. Uh, are you are you gonna are you gonna moderate the panel or is he moder- self moderating? He's self moderating. Dude's dude's an old pro. He he's been to so many conventions. Uh, he's done so many panels. Yeah, he doesn't he he doesn't need me. And I cry myself to sleep every night reminding myself of that fact. <laughs> <laughs> Cue sad music. And that started before you learned about Retro Toycon. Oh yeah, it started before I even met the dude. What about y'all? She might get an opportunity to go do something pretty cool. I may be rolling in solo. Well, solo is in not with my partner in crime, my favorite wife. Yeah. But there will be friends there at PAX South. Ooh. Uh, oh, right what? When yeah. is that? In January. Just like Dragon Con comes back every year. It's just around the bend, you know. I know, and a bunch of my Mixer friends will be there, and so I'm really excited, and we're like, what, 99% sure that I'm going? Sweet. What, what is, what's it called? PaxCon? Pax South. Pax South. Penny Arcade Expo. Because there are, there are three different uh, Paxes. There's Pax East, which is in, like, March, which is in Boston, there's PAX South that's in January and in San Antonio. And then there's PAX West, which is in Seattle. And it's the same time as Dragon Con. So it's a lot of gaming stuff. And like I said, a ton of my Mixer friends and family will be there. And so I'm really, really wanting to go meet a bunch of these people in person that I've been like talking to on the Internet every day. Yeah, she talks to these people constantly. Shout out to Rainbow Light Bright. Yeah. We send each other cool. memes all day. <laughs> and Ilcat. Ilcat is down. Ilcat, yeah. yeah. She's a she does uh DJing and then also gaming streams. A ton of the mixer friends are supposed to be there. Like D Pains, Migos Moo is supposed to be there. Ooh, Moo. I know. I know Moo's like, you better go. A bunch of my cool mixer family is supposed to be there and i want to go meet them do they listen to thunder talk some of them do uh i know d pain has listened to thunder talk and he actually said he had that cybertronic spree song stuck in his head oh hell yeah nice nice, <laughs> nice. excellent excellent yeah shout out to it is d pain yeah i know my uh favorite cop friend Kristen. shout out to her she's been to pack south before she's from texas so she's got people in the area and all that. And yeah, it's looked like a whole lot of awesome down there. Well, I mean, that's a great location. And it's fairly close to us within 10 hours of a drive, I would say. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Thunder Talk exclusive. <laughs> we got the EP, Small Town Trash, by the Howling Roosters. Where, uh, where, where are people going to find that, by the way, real quick? They can find it everywhere online. Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, Pandora, YouTube. We'll have a music video. So, yeah, look anywhere online, you'll find it. Colt, you were telling me about some of the merch you've been pumping out. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Stickers, shirts, all stuff you can find online and, you know, purchase if you like it. So give, give some road stories. What you got? Here's a good story. So Ozzy's older brother... Shout out to Tyler Gilman. 
Uh, him and our buddy Kenny Conway, they played the role of uh, roadies for the for the for the little trip we did out to Vegas. Kenny's driving, and uh, Ozzy's brother Tyler gets naked and jumps into the front. What would you call that? Like a the, the, dashboard, dashboard space. Yeah, there's like a gap in between the dashboard and the front windshield that could actually hold or house a human being. What so, is this, like a truck or a van? This is a big van, like a 15-passenger van that we rented. A proper van, pro- proper gig, okay. Yeah, yeah, so we rented a van to go on a road trip. We played the Double Down out in Las Vegas, and... Uh, t- yeah, I don't know why, but Tyler got naked and jumped up into that that crevice. And uh, while he was jumping, so imagine this if you can, to kind of help launch himself into that space, he grabbed the steering wheel to kind of use it as a launching pad. I mean, leverage, right? right? Yeah, it's almost like a diving board into a pool, kind of is what he was going for, I think. And, I mean, I think you can probably imagine, everybody out there can probably imagine what happened to the van as it starts swerving from (laughs) multi-lanes on a freeway. And I don't think any of us knew that our lives almost came to an end in that moment, or we were ready for that at all. But it happened. But, uh, yeah, so we almost died on the way to Vegas, but ended up getting there and hanging out in some real swanky penthouse, uh... In the, the cosmopolitan, the, the cosmopolitan for a few hours, and then played the show. It ended up being a lot of fun. So we're going to give everybody song number two now. It's that time. We're going to let everybody hear this dive bar. You know what? I'm just not. I'm, I'll, I'll save all my dive bar stories. Well, I'll save our dive bar stories because this, this is, this is, this is y'all's new dive bar story. Yeah, I think everybody's got a dive bar dive bar story. We've all seen people who hang out at dive bars way too much. So it's it's an anthem for those people who kind of live in the dingy, of the the dingiest of the dive bars. Please, if you know someone, contact help. <laughs> <laughs> There's a hotline out there. Please, <laughs> seven cents a don't, day. You can sponsor. Don't one. stay <laughs> silent, please. <laughs> Trouble in this here town I guess I'll spend all my money Here in this dive bar 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 This bar's home to me Every Saturday night Well I had me a woman She was so fine And I can't believe the little gal was mine I went a howling and a prowling All over town That honey baby ain't around I guess I look for loving here at this dive bar 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 this bar's home to me every Tuesday night
my daddy disowned my parents, made my mama cry. The IRS took my hard-earned pay, and the CBS took my kids away. I put my hands together, praying this dive bar, this dive bar, this dive bar, this dive bar. This is a 30-second ad spot for the Black Market Toast Podcast, where we take a piece of media out of the cupboard, dust it off, toast it up, and serve it as something completely new. What? Well, it means we either listen to or watch a movie or TV show or piece of music and then it's not like we just use whatever media we pick as a conversation starter (laughs) well because it's fun okay listen to it on your podcatcher of choice and follow us on facebook or something was a wild first weekend in October for comic books as we started out with the release of the first full-length Birds of Prey trailer. The Terminator and the Cassie Quinn characters in Mortal Kombat 11. The announcement of Avengers Damage Control, the VR experience by ILM Lab, and New York Comic Con the same weekend as the Incredible Joker movie as announcements such as Kamala Khan being not only in the new Avengers game coming next May, but being a central character. Runaways coming out December 13th only on Hulu, and also a whole bunch of new number ones and new creative teams announced for different Marvel comic series coming in 2020, including an Iron Man 2020 written by Christos Cage, and of course, most importantly, a new Thor series written by Donny Cates taking over from Jason Aaron's historic run. And this has been WTLK The Thunder. Hail Thunder Faithful! Do you want to listen to Sexy Thor just talk off the top of his head with a vague outline? So does Sexy Thor! Then join your favorite Asgardian every Mjolnir Monday as he talks what happened with Marvel, DC, and what happens in the WWE in a way that I try to make listenable to wrestling fans and non-fans alike, and more. Tune in to WTLK The Thunder. Hello. Have you ever wondered how much Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster sold Superman's rights to DC for? Or which uh, popular football star was uh, the Sam Wilson the Falcons' physical appearance based on? You can find all that and more at the History of Comics podcast, a podcast dedicated to the creators, events, history, and the companies that made the great comic book medium. Hosted and created by your friendly neighborhood, J.T. Wheatley. Please listen, give it a listen at iTunes, Spreaker, Stitcher, and all our podcasting platforms. Thank you, and go ahead and enjoy yourself a good comic book. Triple Force Friday. It was a huge deal. Uh, it was like we are premiering these fucking toys, right? <laughs>
It was like a, it was like a rock star rollout for p- product. Like, hey, on this day at this time, you'll be able to get this junk. Yeah, for little uh, Funko Pops and Legos and six-inch Black Series action figures and Galaxy of Adventures little figures. Yeah, uh, and you know my total jam, the three and three-quarter uh, action figures. Again, for all of you who uh, don't know what we're talking about, but also maybe ESPN isn't your jam and you're listening anyway. I don't know, the internet, new media, whatever. Yeah, so <laughs> they made a huge deal out of these toys coming out. Uh, availability. It's a discussion we're having more and more as time goes on. Being able to actually give someone our money in exchange for these toys. Finding them. and you know, Yeah, so you're not going to have Willow (laughs) tell you that, uh, you know, what new toys to buy and where you can buy them and you could be the first one there. At the same time, you know, when I was uh, a kid, once you wandered into that toy store, you generally were able to find what you were looking for. And if you weren't able to find what you were looking for after the second or third shop, you could request it to be ordered. I remember for Christmas of 80... Three, I really, really wanted the Bosch, Bosch, Leia, the bounty hunter, Princess Leia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, it didn't show up for Christmas. I went to my dad and we drove around and we uh, we didn't find her, but he was able to order her. And within like three weeks, we got a phone call from the toy store. And he actually got it because of that whole uh, VIP service. And yeah, about the whole then. list. You would say VIP service, you know, back then, you know, that's back when, when you got on an airplane, even if you're sitting coach, you still wore a tie and you were still given a full meal, <laughs> you know, and nobody was nickel and diming you for booze and you had leg room. And whereas today, you know, you may as well hop a freight train. You'll be just as comfortable. I'd rather be cold and eat a can of beans, dude, than have to fly coach from coast to coast again. Maybe that's hyperbole, but you get the point <laughs> today. It's all about availability. There's a disconnect between certainly brick and mortar and the manufacturers. In this case, Hasbro. You know, they say this is the day, this is the time, go out, get it. Where the hell is it? Where is it? Yeah, no, that's real. Because when I went to Walmart a few days ago and I was in the toy aisle looking for uh, all the stuff that was sold on Triple Force Friday and all that, I saw the Galaxy of Adventures figures, but I was just like, where's the other stuff? There's so many reasons that lead to this. Okay, one, uh, pl- the pl- cost of plastic has gone up significantly. Uh, last year, Hasbro did a crowdfunding campaign, which you think, well, now, wait a minute, Hasbro, they did, don't they make G.I. Joe, Transformer? Haven't they been making toys since I was a kid? Isn't crowdfunding for somebody who's trying to like publish their own comic book? It was for the job of sale barge. Yeah, it was 500 bucks, and you weren't guaranteed that you were going to get it. You'd be given a refund, but if they didn't meet their goal, then they weren't going to do it. So there's a cost of materials. Demand. There's a disconnect between hardcore collectors, where as an adult, I want this, and I want that, and I'll give you, I'll give you $13 for a vintage collection figure. I mean, hell, the other night, we ran out and had to buy that Lando, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I kept the receipt. Melissa might make me take it back. Uh, I'm not sure how many of our listeners give a shit about this. <laughs> I want to talk about exclusives. I want order to kind of spread that risk instead of putting X amount of money into like, say 30,000 units. 
they might make 8,000 units, 10,000 units, and make it a Target exclusive. This figure, this vehicle, this item can only be purchased at Walmart. You can only get it on Amazon. I mean, hell, uh, they have a Scout Walker that is a total repack, repaint of the uh, 2010 Legacy Scout Walker with a, a few new affectations that tie into the Mandalorian. A really cool looking looking toy. Uh, you have to get that from Best Buy of all places. Yeah, and I didn't even know Best Buy warranted a big enough section for toys to even warrant exclusives. Like Best Buy gets, they'll get exclusive steel books for these movies all the live long day, but right. ex- exclusive toys like that's completely new to me. Yeah, exactly. And you know, and you know, a vehicle like that. I mean, Christ, I remember when I purchased one of that type. Uh, it was 50 bucks, and that was 2009. That was 10 years ago. It's sitting right there. You see it? Yeah. I got it for 25 because it went on clearance because not enough people bought them at 50 bucks. Nice. <laughs> right? And that was Very already nice. an exclusive. Imagine if that uh, was available everywhere. That would have been a disaster for them. Now, at the same time, remember when they re-released The Phantom Menace in theaters? Oh, yeah. Was the, it 3D? Yeah, because... Uh, yeah. Like, it was right before uh, Disney bought them, and Disney shut that shit down. <laughs> when they re-released Phantom Menace 3D, George Lucas contacted Hasbro, like, four months, three to four months before the movie's release. And he told Hasbro, we need a full barrage of episode one toys come Christmas. And Hasbro's like, holy shit, it's an 18-month turnaround time. There's an 18-month turnaround time between this is what we want to do and go buy it on the shelf. Minimum. So Hasbro uh, had to scramble. Yeah, they had to use a bunch of the 1999 toys, which in terms of articulation were crap. It was a full barrage of Phantom Menace, and nobody fucking liked the Phantom Menace. I mean, I'm sorry. That's, that's total exaggeration. A lot of people like Phantom Menace. I mean, put your money where your mouth is, though, millennials. Okay, go go buy the toys, <laughs> right? Because you, 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 people bitch about millennials. I love millennials. So just if there's one place where I think you could do more, it's helping out with this whole Star Wars toy bit. And they never sold. And stores will not purchase new inventory until the old inventory sells off. Right. That's how it works. Supply and demand. And the stores aren't like, you know, we have a whole glut of Naboo security force, <laughs> you know, soldier <laughs> clogging up the pegs. They don't they don't see the nuance. Yeah. The second edition Captain Panaka. Uh, the second. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the huts are gangsters. If they discover it, it'll be no different if we landed on a system that was controlled by the Federation, but they're not looking for her, which gives us the advantage. See, where were you, bro? If you can quote, if, you, if you're like, bam, 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 you know, you should have... Uh... My generation didn't show up for that uh, Phantom Menace toy business. We were too busy waiting for canceled Star Wars games, okay? Yeah, right. I told you, man. I told you that when it comes to this shit, I'm not, I'm not about those laughs. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm <laughs> I love Kylo Ren. I, I love having a, a, a moody emo... Dark, God, dark side I guys. Every so time I emo. see him, I mean, like, so my introduction to him was from Girls. And oh, sure, okay. He is the same human. I mean, like, it's literally the same. You're like, oh wow, the weird, awkward boyfriend actually was a Je- you know a Sith Jedi, whatever. I mean, what would you call him? Um. Oh gosh, they haven't told us. We don't know. 
I mean, because he's not a Sith. No, he's not. He even says the Jedi I mean, the Sith it, let it, it all let it all go away. And he still has there, you know, just like with uh, Luke's father, Darth Vader. Right. Like there is still a good part in him, and I don't know if it's going to be fifteen years from now or something. Whenever he's or thirty years from now, when we're older, they're going to have a part. Like he's going to become Obi Wan. Oh, yeah, maybe. I mean, they said this is going to be the end of the Skywalker saga of like the nine but film. Just, you know, but, you know, 10 well, years, 15 no. years from now, they'll be like, yeah, but money. Yeah, that could happen. We'll see how it all goes. Uh, no, what's cool about him is, you know, Luke Skywalker had to walk this line. He was always kind of being pulled to the dark. If Return of the Jedi were a better movie, we would have seen it more. Um, you know, Anakin Skywalker, if you're into the, the if you're into those prequels. Uh, it's always about being pulled to the dark. Interesting thing about Kylo Ren is he's his problem is he keeps being pulled to the light. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's and that's a yeah. problem for him. You know? Because he's enveloped in the darkness. Yeah, right, right. Because he doesn't want to be light. He wants yeah. to be emo. Yeah, he loves being emo. Oh my gosh, he's the best emo. Yeah, I wanted to sit down and blast a bunch of Depeche Mode with the guy. It's like <laughs> it's like Kylo Ren's about to cut you down. And then, like, I don't know, you pull out your, your, your Walkman, I, 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 iPod, and it's like, all I ever wanted, all I ever needed, all I ever needed is here, here in, in my arms. Words of well, Okay, I, I apologize, <laughs> listeners, to our awful singing. However, we will totally make a karaoke recording for you sometime, just the four of us, and it will be quite spectacular. It'll be amazing. It'll be the best. And we'll probably put it on Patreon and ask you for money. We do like money. Money helps us provide, give you the content that we provide. That's right. That you deserve. In a world where, where morality is just a sound you make with your face, we like money. <laughs> when it comes to Star Wars toys, yeah, there are uh, a lot of us adult fans with adult budgets, but we're still not enough to sustain a toy line that I guess you should expect to be able to roll into any Walmart and find the latest of. Gosh, I think I'm actually talking to myself. Uh, I think I'm leveling up in front of everyone right now because I was totally going to bitch about why <laughs> these goddamn toys that I want to give them my money for aren't. I just can't roll on in and, and buy. Wow. Gosh, breakthrough. Breakthrough. You know, live on Thunder Talk. There's so much more to say, and yet. Honestly, I don't think any, I don't, I don't, I don't think most of our listeners honestly care. <laughs> and you know, I'm at a point now where I don't know if I really care either. I'm not, this is, this is really, this is the first time in a long time that I've, I'm not running out there buying these toys, feeling like I need to buy these toys, having panic attacks because I don't already have the toys in my hand. Yeah, don't, don't get me wrong. I, I, I love toy collecting. I love collectors. I love the entire collecting scene. Retro toys, you know, my, my, my knowledge is, uh, uh, both my skill set is both narrow and deep. You know, I'm, I'm heading, uh, to retro toy con next month. And I'm about as excited for that as I, uh, as I was for dragon con in all honesty, toys are my jam. But when it comes to my collection, I think I'm at a point in my life where I'm feeling okay. Letting star Wars toys be star Wars toys. Without me, 
for a while. And the importance of this segment is all the breakthroughs he's having right now. It's it's instead of uh, going to my therapist next week, I'm just going to go in, pay my copay, and be like, "Just listen to Thunder Talk, yo." <laughs> when I moved across country, I, I had a massive collection. I had. I don't even want to get into what I had. I had all of it, and I sold most of it. You know, I had to. I had to be like, I'm stepping away. And then Force Awakens came out, and it was like December 22nd, you know? And I'd already seen the movie four times at that point, and it was like one in the morning, and I read on the internet that Toys R Us was going to be staying open 24 hours. Ooh. I had a total meltdown. I was like, I need fucking Star Wars toys. And I ran out and spent a few hundred bucks. <laughs> I went from 2 a.m. till like 11 p.m. the next night. Star Wars toys give me manic fits. It's a trigger, really. True. I just feel like walking away again. Yeah. As, as the Skywalker saga is winding down, so are you. Exactly. It's, uh, it's, it's the rise of Dan. And then, you know, then the dragon will slink back to its cave <laughs> until the next time uh, it is stirred and called out to... Yeah. Until Ghost Yoda lights that force tree on fire. I can fucks for days on that Star Wars, yo. Ooh. I don't stops. I don't Ooh. stops for no one, no how. Brick and mortar's dying. It's all going to go online. Maybe they do need to start more crowdfunding stuff. I don't know. I, I'm not... I don't... I don't... I don't even care anymore, dude. Okay? I mean, do you know how much of my identity I've put into these goddamn things? How much of my life I've spent? How much of my money I've spent? I mean, we've been digging in there, making some real breakthroughs. That's what this is about, really. We have, well, Triple Force Friday, ooh, some Star Wars toys from three different pro upcoming properties came out, ooh, ever. No, this is about breakthroughs with Dan on air. I'm not even laughing at you saying that. I can't even look you in the eyes right now. Um, I'm going to go ahead and just kill the mic. I'm going to go ahead and just, uh, this is to, uh, where therapy and commentary collide. Thunder talk. <laughs> Ooh, honey, there's a new podcast in town. That's right, baby. Period. Hosted by Brandon Hilton and Capri Celia. Join us every Friday as a drag queen and a trans woman navigate their way through this crazy thing we call life. Each week we discuss the news as it pertains to the LGBT community, pop culture, and we have sickening celebrity guests. It's going to be your new favorite podcast. Truly, go ahead and subscribe. At period with a T. Look it up. Period, Wife, are you ready to talk about some games? After I have some champagne. All right, do it. Have your champagne, boo. Beth and Kavika would like to know. What games are you playing? I am so excited to talk about some games today. I got Katamari Damacy Reroll on Steam on sale, and it's made my heart. So happy. <laughs> so I keep hearing you randomly singing at, ran at, at odd times. Yes. And it's a quite, it's a, it's a pretty catchy melody. Right? Okay, so well, let me start explaining a little bit. 
So this is a remake of the original game that I played on the PlayStation 2 back in like the mid zeros, like around 2005 is when I was introduced to the game. So it must have come out before that or maybe just early 2005. This was PlayStation 2? Yes. Okay. And it's a Japanese game. And in it, the king of the cosmos accidentally knocked the stars out of the sky and you play as the prince of the cosmos and it's your job to make new stars to put in the sky and how you do that is you have this ball and anything that is smaller than your ball if you roll over it sticks to it so the ball keeps getting bigger and bigger (laughs) completely ridiculous So it's like a giant snowball, right? Yes. (laughs) Yes. It's like you're building a snowman, kind of, except for you're just rolling around like a house or out around town and your catamaran keeps getting bigger and bigger. And it's got a crazy musical soundtrack. And that intro, like, I heard it again and I was just like, oh. It's my game because it is yeah, I'm sure a you, remake of a, the original. It's a remake, but also it reminded you of 2005 and it pulled at all those heartstrings. You know, what, that's re- one of the really cool things about games is mm-hmm. if you play an older game, it's a time capsule. You can go back yeah. you can put yourself... Put yourself in that emotional yeah, self it's that you the were same, in, and you're like, get all warm and fuzzy. It's the same levels. Yeah. It's the same soundtrack. It's... Almost just a flat remake. With so the graphics are different. Are, the are graphics the are different? very similar. The graphics okay. are similar. It's still kind of boxy and stuff. But I mean, I'm pretty sure they meant to make it like that when they originally made it anyway, because graphics were not boxy like that anymore. But the gameplay is a little bit smoother in the re-roll, which I like. And I feel like the colors are a little brighter. It's so fun. It's such a dumb game, but it's so much fun. What about this uh, Emperor of the Worlds or something like... The King uh, of the Cosmos? The King of the Cosmos. I look over your shoulder and this is the most fabulous dressed being I've ever seen in my life. Like a multicolored headdress, you know, like flashing like with the stars or something yeah and then he's got the cape and mm-hmm. he speaks in record scratch yeah it's he's pretty crazy he will insult you even when you do a good job he'll be like well that was pretty good but i think you can do better next time so have you, have you finished this whole game? No, I haven't. So uh, like so in the past you didn't even finish. So this Oh no, opinion. when I when I played the game originally, okay. yes, okay. I finished it. But this time around I haven't finished it yet. Sadly, you know, when I played it originally, that's been what, like 15 years ago approximately. So when you, you when you are playing it though right now, you're streaming it, right? Is that what you Yes, said? I've been streaming it on Mixer. Shout yeah. out to me, cool. mixer.com slash Noplahoma. And we can check it out and, and look and see you play see, it. Yeah, and see what a silly game it is. I can only play it in like short bits now though because it messes with my motion sickness. I think maybe I need to move back from the from the monitor some i'll try some different stuff but if not i'll just play it for like an hour at a time and stream (laughs) some other stuff 
it looked like a really cool game that that has really catchy melodies and yeah you got it for like a steal right yeah um i got it on sale for 17.99 i think it was because the game j- did just come out this year mm-hmm. it's called katamari right it's called katamari damasi re-roll since and, and it's it can a remake. be played on PlayStation 2 or on play, on Well, the original Katamari Damacy was on the PlayStation 2. Right now, you can get it on Steam, and I know for sure you can get it on the Switch. I don't believe it's available on Xbox or PlayStation at this time. You recently started playing the new God of War game. I did. It's really beautiful. I, I haven't had a super long opportunity to play it very much. Um, yeah. I, I think I have, what, maybe 20 hours into it right now. So that's just, just the beginning, right? Yeah, just the beginning. Yeah, like the first 100 hours is really, they, they want to get you there. The cinematography in it. It's beautiful. I know there are other games because we talked about it a little bit, but this is the first game I've seen where the cutscenes and the gameplay are pretty seamless. And so sometimes it's like, wait, is is the cutscene yeah. over? Am I in a cutscene now, or am I? Do I play now? Yeah, it's really cool. Um, you'll just be in a random scene, and something will happen. A bear could charge out of the the underbrush or something well plus you don't have a loading screen yes and and we'll go in between like you're moving a character and then a cutscene will go and then something crazy happens and then all of a sudden it will pick up again where you start playing it again yeah there's no loading screen there's no warning Um, so it's a really fun game so far we usually play uh games whenever it's been like they've been out for a year or something like that you can really get a great deal on them and especially hey we're all coming up into that season it is halloween is just around the corner yeah it's gaming season it's gaming season this is where this hey i have been getting fit for gaming season i've put on my extra padding you know extra cushion for the pushing yeah and i'm ready to hibernate in our amazing office yeah, we and can't just, go swimming. Like, yeah. summer is over. We're well, all almost. getting ready for gaming yeah, season. Yeah, well, summer is over. We get the first taste of fall right now. Anyways, gaming's about to really start taking off, and there's going to be some great deals on Steam. They, of course, will always have a, some type of yeah, Black Friday I'm deal. I'm excited for Black Friday and, and then, Cyber you know, Monday. What, and it's that Cyber Monday. Yeah. And if you have any recommendations for what games we should be playing, please reach out to us. Find us at the Gamales. And uh, yeah, what games are you playing? I want to thank our uh, good friend Mark McRae for uh, doing such a great job with our intro. Yeah, great job at taking my job. Uh, I mean... It too, Brute. Hey, you know, podcasting is a savage business, friend. All right? Do, do you know how many college DJs I had to beat up just to get 
the equipment I needed to do this. Shut up, Lightning Lad. I don't know. Let's wrap the show up, yeah? Anybody, uh, does anybody else not have anything to say, so we're going to just say stuff anyway? About? Um, be kind to one another. Stay awesome. Isn't that what they said at the end of Bill and Ted's? Like, more or less? I, 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 yeah, pr- yes. But I completely agree with it, so. Uh, pumpkin spice and everything nice. Sandimas High School Football Rules. Oh, Doyle Rules! Catch these hands, Caesar. Yeah, speak hands for me, Caesar. Hey, okay, <laughs> check it out. Uh, so for my honors uh, literature, uh, Julius Caesar, William Shakespeare. Uh, it's Casca says the lines, speak hands for me, Caesar, and then runs them through. Uh, if anybody wants to uh, go ahead and reach out to us, at uh, thundertalkpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can hit us up on the Facebooks. Uh, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, go ahead and define. Tell us what uh, what it means when Casca says, speak hands for me, and then stabs him. And more importantly, what does that mean to you? I bite my thumb at you. Uh, websites. We got a website. Thundertalk.org. Talk thunder, Caesar. No, it'd be like, yeah, talk, talk thunders for me. Sexy. Thundertalk.org, you can download our episodes, you can stream them. Music, everybody that you heard today, the Howling Roosters, thank you for them for showing up. Go buy their album. Check them out, Uh, check us out. There's links, everything's in stereo, it's the best, thundertalk.org. We have a Facebook group too. Uh, Beth, VP of uh, Media Relations, you want to tell the good Thunder Faithful about that? Oh, there's the Thunder Faithful Facebook group where... If you want to talk with other people that listen to the podcast, if you want to talk to us, slide on in there. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you'd like to hear more of. You know, we want to talk with you guys. And that was a public service address from Human and Asgardian Resources Department Head Beth Allo. I feel that we're going to have a vote. Uh, what, on Facebook when it's like vote between this or that what what is that? a poll? a survey we're gonna have a poll uh, Thunder Faithful survey and we're gonna have a I'm thinking a t-shirt contest everybody start sending us your t-shirt uh, photos of what you think your raddest t-shirt is I think it's gonna be March Madness bracket style tournament style uh, till we will it down to what uh, is judged by by the audience as as the best t-shirt we're looking for a poll i don't know have i talked to you guys about that idea yet or did, was that just i think that was just let's do it yeah it's on we're, we're right behind you we're gonna lightning work it out. lads in charge of that we have our elves working full steam ahead and we i will probably not even right now we have our goblins working on it because the next thing coming up is halloween Oh my gosh, I want to release on the Patreon our entire episode, like whatever our Halloween episode is, I want to release it on Patreon, uncensored, and backwards. I'm like, devil shit, gosh. Again, have I not talked to you guys about this? That's, I, I, I... No, but also that sounds insane. Yeah, I was like, B-A-N-A-N-A-S, bananas, <laughs> bananas. <laughs> 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 I mean, but we're, we're behind you with the whole outfit, the whole kit and caboodle. Um, if we do that to our Patreon listeners, 
I promise you that we will actually give you the whole version the right way as well. Oh. So you'll... At, maybe at the beginning of the episode, you can do the backwards and then cut in the rest of the full. Okay, okay let's compromise here. Uh, we'll do the... Okay, we'll have the backwards episode on Patreon. And then as a Patreon-free preview... Uh, we'll have the forwards because I don't want to. I don't want to say one's better than the other. I don't say the right. You know, the forwards edition of the episode as a free preview to what you'll get on our Patreon. But forwards. <laughs> okay, that sounds good. Uh, you can find us uh, on all of our social medias: Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Thunder Talk Pod, Thunder Talk Pod. Yeah, simple enough. Easy peasy. And I'm at ThunderTalkThor. I'm at K2Say Rambles On. Find me on Twitter. And uh, yeah, talk to me. Find me on Twitter at Noplahoma. Find me on Mixer if you want to see me streaming some games and stuff at Mixer.com slash Noplahoma. Noplahoma. I love that name. I'm so happy that I accidentally came up with it and it makes me smile. You'll find me on page seven and eight of the uh, 1998 edition of Where's Waldo. Uh, yeah, go ahead and find me. Take a photo of it, mail it in, and we'll, uh, you know, enter yourself to win all kinds of fun games and prizes. Uh, many will enter, few will win. Family members or anybody otherwise connected to employees of uh, Thunder Talk are ineligible. Uh, void in Vermont and Connecticut. Uh, it ends August 31st, uh, 1998. Bye, friends. Hey, good night, everybody. Thanks for... Thanks. Go home. Stop listening. No, go home. Go home. <laughs> go home. Like Tracy Allman used to yell at the audience and tell them to go home. There's not a post credit scene after this episode. Or is there? Thunder Talk is a production of The Weirdos Workshop, starring Gavika Allo, Adam Wedston, Beth Allo, and Dan Klink. And remember, drink, fight, and make your ancestors proud, always. Nice intro, Mark. Nice intro. Very cool. Thank you. Thank you. So, uh, dude, where's my money? Yeah, uh, you know, uh, we're still waiting on the uh, invoice from receiving. Becky uh, assures me that... uh, you know, uh, you know, once we get your W nine and uh, and all that kind of. Hey, you know, this is like the uh, this is sort of the fourth time you've been on the show. We we would really really love to have you on as uh, as a regular. <laughs> Man, don't hold your breath. <laughs> this has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping through Amazon.com or the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.